backstage with Amazion and Odisha. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We got a very special guest. We got Space Yeti on board, man. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, man. No, man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure no having you on. So, uh, yeah, so I've, I came across you on Spotify. It was like accidental. I usually like have a, a playlist full of uh, tracks and um, like dubstep tracks that I like kind of underground stuff. And then I came across you. It was on Shuffle. And I think I heard Radiant. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Yeah, that's I, awesome. I man. checked you out and then I messaged you like right away. Because I was like, yo, I need, to, I need to talk to this guy. He's, he's dope. And then I found out. Yeah, um, yeah, then you had a release on Bygor, which I definitely want to dive into. But before we get into all that, I want to kind of dive into... Uh, how you got into producing, like what was your kind of main motive, like how, like your past and all that? Like, do you have like a musical background or? Um, I took guitar lessons in like middle school a little bit and that kind of helped me with some things, but my family is not really a musical, musical family. I'm like the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember it all started just like it started for like so many other producers. It was like 2013 and my buddy showed me Skrillex at a sleepover yeah. one time. I was just like, yo. <laughs> and, uh, and ever since then I've been in love with dubstep and, uh, I went to guitar center one day cause I wanted to make a uh, dubstep and I was just, I bought the first thing the guy told me to buy. It was just like all these VSTs and I didn't even have a DAW yet. And I didn't oh, know okay. what, what, yeah, what the VSTs <laughs> are for. And I, I would like, I don't know. It was, it was a mess. Um, but eventually I found FL studio and mm-hmm. for years I just made like terrible, terrible dubstep in FL studio. Yeah. And then a couple years ago I got into Ableton and started taking music more seriously and I'm where I am now. That's dope. So, that's dope. Pretty so, cool. That's like, a, that's kind of like a different trend. Hey, mostly almost all the artists we ask like the background, they're like, Oh, like, my dad was into blues or something like that. So that's kind of interesting that you didn't really have like a musical background. For that's funny. No. To you though, right? like, yeah. Like- Skr- that's literally the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, I would have been in grade like seven or eight. And I heard Skrillex and I was like, yo, I want to make that shit. Yeah. Like, that sounds fire. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So, so, um, yeah. So let's dive into like your releases and stuff. So you dropped radiant. That's the first track I ever heard, but like, were you, uh, dropping under space Yeti before really like the release of like radiant? Um, I've, yeah, I have a, a quite a few songs before I posted Radiant. That was like my big, like, I feel like that was where a lot of people found me though, because yeah. I got uploaded to Dubstep Gutter. And mm-hmm. ever since then, I've been getting a lot more attention. That's uh, and the Bygor release helped too. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, everything else, I don't know. I'm getting stuck. Yeah, no, it's okay, man. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, no, yeah, that's that's awesome though. So, um, we talked about it a little bit together, uh, last time we chatted, but so you got the release on Bygarth. So that was just through a demo email, correct? Like you just messaged them and, uh, yeah, I just messaged them and they loved it. And it ended up being like one of the best releases they had had in a while. It did did really good. It got like 75 K plays or something. And, uh, excision went around, uh, opening his, uh, festival sets with it for a while, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. insane. Oh my God. I saw a buddy of mine sent me the video of him opening EDC Orlando with my song <laughs> and I flipped out. Like you have no idea. It was insane. That's huge too. Cause like, um, like you're saying, 
like your Instagram, like on Instagram, it's only like 600 followers. So like you, him opening EDC right. Orlando, like, is that's huge, man. Like, I, I know that's insane. insane. And the crazy thing is, is he like, you haven't even been to a music festival yet. So like once you experience your tracks being played live, man, like you're just going to lose it. That's going to be crazy. Yep, I've only been to two small shows and uh, never a festival yet. And then Corona happened right yeah, when I was, you know, I started getting shows. old enough to go and go on to shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. all this is going on. That's sick. So um, you, I, I know how long you've been producing, but you've been producing for around like four years, give or take, I guess. Yeah, yeah, four years. I'd say like two years of like really serious producing, you know, like mm-hmm. taking it seriously and like trying to build the brand. But mm-hmm. uh, like four or five years of just always messing around. I've always been into creative things. Like for a long time, when I was younger, I was into game development and trying to teach myself how to code and do 3D art and all that. Cool. And uh, always been into making films with my buddies, you know, making a little YouTube yeah. skits and stuff. But anything creative, I've always been into. Actually, I have all these uh, paintings on my wall. I don't know if you can <laughs> see this. Um, just paintings i've made it's pretty funny guy getting punched in the face yeah that's hilarious <laughs> Looks like rick and morty rick and morty style yeah for sure. yeah that's hilarious so um during school other than guitar was there any like classes you took that kind of like inclined you to like head towards musically or were you kind of just like no i was uh homeschooled okay uh, the whole time yeah and uh um i was just an average student um i focused more on sports when i was in school mm-hmm. i i wrestled for a long time i was a, a wrestler yeah. and made it made it to states a couple times placed in states so, and uh that's crazy yeah that just ended right before co- corona happened uh was states and i finished up my senior year and it was pretty awesome that's pretty dope awesome. so you just yeah. finished wrestling then <laughs> Yeah, pretty much like two, two or three months ago. Yeah, I just graduated. Oh, that's sick. sick. Yeah, that's dope. Killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Start on the, the life. Yeah, man. When I was graduating, I was like, fuck, like, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I only started making music when I was like 19. So like the fact that you got a head start, that's sick. That's dope. Yeah. When I graduated, I, uh, I was in a band for like a few years in high school. So when, when we graduated, we were like, all right, let's plan a tour. And we booked like four shows across BC and Alberta. And we just like took a van and like drove for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I talked about on the podcast. Yeah. That shit was so fun. I was like, I graduated. I'm going on tour. <laughs> man, I was like, I graduated. I was in my mom's basement. She's like, man, get, get your ass a job. Like, you can't be sitting around here playing Call of Duty all the time. And I was well, like, that came when I got back. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> so, uh, actually, uh, we had another guest on here, Smiles Only. Um, Noah, Smiles Only. He said he came across you um, through companies live stream. So, I want to dive into live stream. So, like, I, I saw you on Moonboy's. I think it was Moonboy's live stream. I think it was Moonboy's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kanan was losing his mind. So like, how did, what was your take on that? Like, dude, he was like, I've never oh, seen, that was, like, awesome. that was crazy. Cause he gets a lot of like, they get a lot of like um, demos and stuff and like, they fuck with it. But with yours, he was like, yo, like give me lessons. So yeah, like, how was, was your take insane. on that? Oh man, I was shaking after that. Like, it's so weird to see like people I've been watching mm-hmm. for, you know, years. Like, and like when you, when you think of like, producers you're like he's not a real person he's just some yeah. you know celebrity out celebrity, there yeah. and then when you watch them listen to your music and they like really dig it and you're like oh, i could actually like do this you're like ah, this, for this living, is for real they're know? actually human yeah, yeah like, and they they actually dig what i'm doing it was awesome and uh i still haven't sent him anything for us to collab on even though he asked for a collab so yeah i gotta sure, send him yeah. something 
Yeah, man, that would be nuts. Can Definitely, that would be a nuts. Collab, that would be sick. a dream collab. Yeah, straight up. So, um, yeah, as far as uh, because you've been giving lessons and stuff. So, how is the, the success of the lessons? Like, I feel like for me, when I teach someone something, I learn more. So, do you feel like with the lessons, it's like helping your music improve at all, or how does that go? Um, a little bit. Um, someone's knocking on my door. Sorry, it's all good. No worries. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely do feel that too. Like when I teach you or someone else something, like it's like, okay, wait, how how does that work again? Okay, yeah, you know, you do have to kind of pay attention and think of the specifics. So yeah, I feel definitely. Yeah, I feel okay. You want to just ask that question again? Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. So I was just gonna say, like, with the lessons stuff, because like with for me, the best way for me to learn is to teach stuff. Even though, like, I'm not lying when people are like, "Oh, can you show me something?" I only kind of half know it. So like I kind of right. learn on, along the way. So have you seen any like progress in your tracks or anything like that through teaching? Yeah, it's or? actually, I always tell all, all the people I've been helping out, like to keep things more simple. Mm. And that is actually something I don't even do more, yeah. as much as I should, you know? So it like reminds me to keep it, keep it simple. Um, but yeah, like you said, I only half know everything I'm teaching. Like yeah. it's, it's stuff that you just like unconsciously do and you never actually had to think about it and like explain it, it to down, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, so so teaching, I think I'm a decent teacher, but I, yeah, I can sure. improve. You know? That's why I feel like it's probably easier to teach someone who already knows how to produce a bit than trying to go Definitely, back and teach yeah. the very basics. Because yeah. like as an advanced producer, you're like, I don't remember the stuff I struggled with at the very beginning, where it's intermediate. You're like, oh, you already know how to use an EQ? Here's some tricks. You yeah, know? Like, exactly. I feel like it's yeah. kind of harder to teach like the square one people. And like low key, I'd feel like I'm kind of like robbing them because they can learn that on like the basic stuff. I'm like, man, like you can kind of exactly like, yeah. learn that on your own. Like, you know, so well, yeah, there's some, but someone teaches them, right? Whether it's a YouTube video or like our course. Yeah. But that's like some people specialize in it. There is really good like um, courses that I've seen, like EDM Foundations is a cool one for mm-hmm. like producers that like from square one, day one, like here's a good thing, get the basics in, make a track. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, yeah. I feel like, yeah it's probably easier to teach someone who already is like 40% like, along. Yeah. Way, like you know? kind of understands the basics, but like, I, like for me, when I first started, I was like, I look, I had like a, an account on Academy FM. That's how I learned it's Cause like yeah. the very basics are on there. Like how, what is serum? Like, I didn't know how to fucking make anything. Couldn't even like, it can do anything. So then like trying to teach someone something and they don't know how to do it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't remember how I fucking did that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't right. know how that helps. Like, you. Hey, you can watch me make a beat if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah. So, that that's yeah that's that's good as helping your tracks and stuff but um that's a lot of how i learned as uh watching just watching virtual right do in his live streams yeah and then just like rewinding it and doing exactly what he did and then going back and you know like just not even him really explaining what he's doing but just watching and yeah. then listening to his results, I learned a lot just doing that. Yeah, smart. I learned a lot through like companies live streams. His live streams are really sick, like especially yeah. sound design. And he goes through a lot of things with like, you know, structure and layering and stuff. And he helps like let's say like Wooly, and he just had effing on and stuff like that. Like he helps with like a lot of like. That's cool that he has guests on. Oh yeah, he and like people, he's like he'll break down tracks he collaborated with people on, and they'll hop on too, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is how I did this. It's super sick." Hmm. And that's how I learned. And like. I used to think like the only way I could learn was on like one-on-one. You know what I mean? Like I felt like, and you know, but like having that like available is super sick. And like, let's say for example, you like your tracks are obviously very well done. So having you go out and give one-on-one lessons with people, I think is super beneficial for like newcomers. You even helped me out. Like when you break down your tracks, I was like, holy fuck, like 
why was I making it so complex for myself? Like I was like right. making it so much harder than it had to be, you know, yeah. trying to do all these like little intricate tweaks and stuff. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, it's cool when you find a plugin that does all these intricate little tweaks with like one knob. That is like, yeah. I just yeah, got soothe. Yeah. Do you know what soothe is? No, I haven't heard of that. Oh my god. For DSing, it's like the best thing I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Like I've been fighting with vocals lately, like with the S's and the Yeah. You know, the different sibilants like consonants and stuff. And yeah, like yeah. so I'll try DSer and you mess around with the settings and stuff, trying like dynamic EQ, trying to cut. But like Soothe does all those things at once and mm. like at such a high level. And it shows you it's like sets of frequency range. There's a bunch of different presets for different like things you can use it on like hi-hats or use it on leads or male what? female vocals right and it just kind of like tames everything really smoothly yeah and it does it like automatically there's like a few adjust knobs that you kind of adjust and dial it in and then you can see like these little attenuation like dips that it's making all across the frequency spectrum but like all at once what so it's like you're setting up like 10 different points of dynamic eq and but it's like just detecting it and fixing it and it's like yeah for vocals it's like the I just came over some secret sauce actually. So there's this um VST that I I literally saw ads for every day. I'd be at work looking at like Instagram and there'd be an ad for it. It was arcade. Oh yeah. Have you heard of arcade? Yeah, yeah. Man, holy did you get fuck. it? I got it. It's like oh, 13 wow. monthly, right? Yeah. And like it there's like endless possibilities. I resample like you can resample everything on there. You can put in your own like samples and fuck with them on Arcade. And all the files are downloaded straight to the VST. So there's no like external folders and all that shit you have to do. And like, dude, like there's like choirs on there, distant voices, like all these crazy shit on there. And I was like, man, like if I had this a year ago, I could have been making so can much you, fucking better tracks. Can you like pitch bend and stuff? Yeah, like you can samples? pitch bend. You can make vocal chops in the VST. Oh man. It does it for you. It's literally good tracks for dummies. It's like the easiest shit of all time. Do you, do you guys awesome. know the song... Um, what is it? Running away by Tasca Black and Drulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we were just listening to it in my room, and we we're trying to figure out how the hell he made that drop lead synth. And it sounds like, like a, a wood flute kind of, or it kind of sounds like uh, like a bagpipe, yeah, or something like that. And it sounds like a like a f- snake charmer flute. Okay, yeah. but I'm like it's like it's a sampler, but it's like all pitched and like pitched no fucked. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you can make that kind of thing in like arcade. Like, you probably can. Just like, like things, sample a bagpipe and drop it in there and start fucking with it. And like arcade has their own like reverb in there, and it's fucking flawless. And there's like like oh man, I I definitely gotta dive into it with you guys later on. But and they it, add new sounds every single dude time. every day. And there's like hundreds so cool. of libraries, man. It's oh, fucking sick. More than that now, yeah. Every day yeah. for the last few. Years. I gave I gave. Space Yeti over here, the secret sauce. I don't know if he's checked it out yet, but you definitely got to buy it. I haven't, but I want to. Yeah, I see yeah. the ads for it everywhere too. It Dude, it's really like cool. it's like it's the easiest shit of all time. It looks like for yeah. hip hop producing. It looks like yeah, it is hip hop producing, but like they're like I can see they do cater to EDM producers as well. And there's like a yeah. cinematic option there and stuff like that too. That's it's so fucking sick. sick. It's like contact, but uh, more but customized for dummies. It's literally the easiest thing. Like well, contact is a sampler, but you can't like pitch, bend, and glide, and do all that stuff with like a contact arena. Kind of a little bit, depending on the instrument. depending on the instrument, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, can we go back to that Bygore track? How how was that? Uh, like, what where were you at in your career when you uh signed that track? And did you notice um, a big bump in like bookings and and that kind of stuff after you had? Well, I haven't been booked anywhere yet. I haven't played my first show yet. Okay, so hopefully that's coming soon, right? Mm, but yeah, um, yeah. well, yeah, 
whenever can. <laughs> whenever can, man. Yeah, yeah, whenever I can. Now it's going to be a bigger show. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like every, I've just been in a transitional phase for a long time because I'm still like finding my sound and like, mm -hmm. I'm still very, very young, very new, you know? Yeah. And right. um, that, that track was actually made a long time, several months before they released it just because right. they took a while to release it and whatever. But, um, it was like, it was me finally finding, like, that was like my first song where like, okay, like the mixing is all right. You know, the mm -hmm. idea is solid. It's heavy. It's, you know, that was like my first solid tune and it got on by Gore, which is sick. Yeah, but, um, yeah, sure. it is huge. It's, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, mm -hmm. but it's still like, not like one specific style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my style is still like a mashup of a bunch of different styles. I haven't really found my sound yet. I think, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah well like you said you're you're young and you know you haven't even played your first show yet so you have so long in your career where you, you can you know experiment and try and find your sound but like overall like right. yeah man you, you've got it going on for you i swear you have like you're like <laughs> it's like it's hard to explain you're so close like there's just like something that need, like you just need a little bit of something you know what i mean and bookings i, bookings. I honestly <laughs> think it might be bookings let's just start that's, playing that's your shows. people are already playing new tunes out you got big tunes it's like yeah man, the next excision step is open his fucking set with your track man like you're good once yeah. you get start getting booked and like your name starts getting pushed out there a little bit more you're definitely gonna get you know more attention drawn to you um and like same with like like what you're doing right now is perfect like going to live streams you know tuning in and like you have your own you were talking about your own discord thing like that happened you made an entire community just through someone you know, kind of like keeping communications with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's through yeah, that totally. Discord. Yeah. Um, how uh, how did Excision get your track? Did you send it to him, or did he hit just download it from? It was sent I'm after you sure, got supported. Yeah. You have no idea. I, I'm, no, yeah, it's pretty. It's I'm so, pretty sure. He that's just, pretty sick. He's yeah, such a G, just man. Excision. <laughs> just so, yeah, yeah, he has his ear to the ground, man. I know. Shit. Yeah, he plays Jordan's tracks out too, and it's just like. Yeah, like biggest guy in dubstep. I know at Thunderdome he played yeah Jaquees track. We were in the crowd. That was that was that must uh, that was a nuts that's awesome. too, for to sure. be in the crowd. Yeah, that yeah. must be nuts. And not know how he got it. <laughs> right, that's the fun yeah. part. Yeah, just woke up one day and there was a video of EDC Orlando on Instagram with my song playing. That so that awesome. was when you got on what uh, dubstep getter? Is that a label or like a YouTube channel? Uh, they're a YouTube channel slash yeah. label i don't know they have like exclusive releases i guess they're like a yeah. promotional that's channel like, so it's basically like you got on like a big youtube channel and it blew up right yeah, yeah. exactly that's, that's kind of so like cool, what yeah. dub rebellion is as well isn't it like kind of like, like yeah, too, it's had some exactly yeah big uh, youtube success that's sick that's sick because like uh was that a track that was on a label or is that independent you put it out no that was just a self-release yeah because that's the one thing i I always wonder with label releases and you're trying to hit up a YouTube channel because they want to monetize the video. But yeah. like, right. if the label already has the rights to the song and like you can't say, yes, I give you permission to monetize this song. I don't know. You know, like everyone I ask who does that is self-releasing. So it's hard. I don't know if big yeah. YouTube channels like, you know, Suicide Sheeps play tracks that are label releases. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm kind of curious about yeah. that. Well, yeah, like same with yeah, same with like Dub Rebellion stuff. Like, do they have the power to distribute any of that? I guess they're exclusive. Well, maybe? some of them are labels, like you said, right? Like a lot of them do eventually turn into labels. Proximity, yeah. Tasty, Monster Cat. That's true. Yeah, Dub Rebellion, like they do turn into labels. I guess for that reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, if you or like say as I have a song coming out, you know, in a few weeks, like to pitch that to big YouTube channels. I wonder what the legality of a uh, I'm uploading and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. like. 
I don't know if they can monetize it if you if the YouTube claims it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind uh, of a sticky situation. Fuck this know. guy. <laughs> yeah, straight <laughs> up. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, other than Canine, yeah, has there like is there any other points in your career where like holy shit, this doesn't even seem real? Like, has there been more of those like situations um, recently yeah. after you know like blown up a little bit? Yeah, uh, I saw Zylan. I was just tapping through my Instagram stories one day and I go on to Zylan's Instagram story and he's in a club in Tokyo playing one of my songs. And I was just like, wait a second. I know that song. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Heard that before. And like he didn't yeah. tag you in it or anything? Um, no, he did tag me. I just had okay. not seen the tag. And so, yeah, oh, but okay. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty that's sick. So huge. That's bad, dude. That's it's like he didn't even tag you. You just find out. Cause yeah, right. <laughs> luckily, like, on his story. That's like what I'm worried about one day. Like, what if one day people are playing on my tracks, but like, I don't have a lot of friends in the community, so like, I'm never gonna fucking know. Like, I don't right. really know that stuff. You know what I mean? Did you send it to him or no? Nope. He found weird. me one day. He played it. He played it in a, a bunch of sets on a bunch of shows he did, and then he put he was played a uh, a serious XM radio show he did a set on like diplo's radio station or something oh. and he played it on there yeah yeah which was that's insane sick yeah yeah that's, that's kind of crazy you're getting all this traction you're not even sending it out really that much that's, that's, i know my tunes are just getting found it's yeah. awesome <laughs> that's sick yeah. yeah that sounds like uh the wishful thinking you think would happen but never does yeah <laughs> right but it is <laughs> yeah because the, mo- the like i said the trend Usually music is what I've been told is like, oh, like once you have a track, try and send it out to as many people as you can. But like, I yeah, feel like, right. like I just sent a track out to like a couple hundred DJs. Like I have a list of like 1100 DJs, but not all of them are relevant. <laughs> like I found a list and it has like tons of genres. Right. Yeah. So I probably hit up like a couple hundred of them. Yeah. he, he And like I, like I track the emails, you know, so I can see how many of them open. I'm like, wow, a lot of big DJs that open it, but like one hit me back I was like yo sick i'll definitely play this on my tra- sets but yeah there's no shows happening right now so yeah i know kind of hard to find you know? yeah dude r.i.p apparently there's no shows happening to like fall 2021 that's what i was told or 2022 i heard 2022 dude i'll blow my brains well, out fall I'm not fucking a couple joking. months away from 2022 so yeah yeah i guess that's i just yeah fucking that's insane. insane but there is gonna be places doing it though so oh. if you flew to certain little places that are open then you could what is your take on these uh these like car raves have you seen them yet oh that's cool car raves oh yeah the where they pull up in like a drive-through theater but it's like a rave it is sick sick. but the thing with me though is like i'm there to listen to music and you know those people in the crowds they'll clack their fucking fans you know what i'm talking about like they're big fans yeah think of that but car horns Oh, yeah, I know. I saw this one in Berlin where the cars were all in there like, meh, 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 and everyone's honking at the dope drop. It's what? so funny. Like, it's man. not as cool as a crowd screaming, but it's a weird, it's like a weird. I mean, like, do what you cool got to. Like, it, it's going to blow off some Here, steam. I have but, a like... prediction, though. I have a prediction that drive-in movie theaters are going to come back big. So, you think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, that's, there's very, one here that's in a point, actually. There's one here in Aldergrove. It's fucking packed. Sold out like two weeks in advance. That's kind of good. And then they're though. opening up another one in Vancouver. Yeah, because they have a limited capacity. Yeah, I, 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 they're, I they're opening up that. another one in Vancouver this summer. And like, I feel like if we're gonna all gonna be socially distancing for a year or two, like I could easily see drive drive through theaters coming back. Yeah. All you need is a big parking lot, right? Well, the thing is too is like because this whole coronavirus thing, a lot of like production 
is like on a halt like for movies mm-hmm. games totally you know like everything is like on a halt so like it's all filmed through zoom <laughs> could you imagine yeah. <laughs> Avengers is like a, a skype call ariana grande and bieber just did a music video on zoom yeah and it's probably pretty big you know but yeah, yeah now i would not want to watch a movie like that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was so funny so um yeah so what are some plans for like the future of you know the space yeti brand like what is some things that you know you have a vision for or you're kind of putting into place or yeah well i kind of have like a few releases planned out for the future you know i'm kind of got a plan i'm not just like winging it you know yeah um i have a i have clear goals i think and i know what i want to achieve and like when i want to achieve it is to keep building the brand but um i don't know if I guess it doesn't matter. I, I will say there, there, there may be an Ace or a collab Ooh, coming soon. That would be <laughs> so that'll be pretty spicy. lit. That'll yeah. be pretty lit. <laughs> That's sick. Sick. That is really dope. So, did he hit you up for that, or did you hit him up for that, or? Yeah, he like always. Everyone just finds my stuff and a gravitational pull yeah you should go get a lottery ticket yeah man that's that's super sick either a you're really lucky or b your music's that good everyone's coming like check you out both undeniably your music's good but mostly the second one yeah yeah undeniably that's That's awesome uh, so uh yeah is there anything you want to promote on the on the podcast at all uh element my new tune element is out now on 04 collective uh it's, it's available everywhere you can find it you can follow me on instagram at official space yeti uh same thing for twitter and i'm on soundcloud as space yeti dope. awesome man yeah i think yeah. uh i think that's everything that's thanks for coming on the show we really appreciate it and you know kind of get a back yeah, awesome. space yeti been really thanks for time. having me it's dope to yeah. meet you man yeah it was really dope yeah nice meeting you dude all right awesome deuces peace Yes. <laughs>